You are listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast, episode number 44. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. And of course, we are here each and every week to share our thoughts a little bit about the television show, hit television show, The Biggest Loser. And of course, we also like to share our own personal journey of pursuing a more balanced and healthy lifestyle and talking about some of our motivations, some of our uh, encouragements with one another, um, inspirations, and of course, even we oftentimes will have to uh, maybe share a setback from time to time. Yes, and uh, this show is meant for people that love The Biggest Loser on TV and also for people that don't care about the TV show but do want to uh, get some results when it comes to healthier living. And so we, we, we will be talking about the TV show, but not too much. We'll mostly talk about the lessons learned. Absolutely. And of course, uh, we want to encourage you to give us a call and share us uh, share with us your part of the journey of living a balanced and healthy lifestyle as uh, being inspired by all of this talk about getting healthy, losing weight, all this other wonderful stuff. You can give us a call on our feedback hotline at 859-795-4067. Of course, we'll give that number one more time at the end of the show. And Father Roderick, this week's episode, I don't know, about. Um, I watched it the other night and I kind of felt like it was still pretty much all about gameplay and drama. What did you think? Yes, they uh, they seem to uh, put a lot of effort in, um, in 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 kind of re reconstructing the show and trying to make the challenges different and uh, and messing around with the expectations of the contestants uh, because of course a lot of the people that are on the Biggest Loser Ranch right now have watched all these seasons and so. They know what to expect, and uh, it seems to me that that NBC or the producers are trying to surprise them and surprise us because is you know they want to keep the show fresh. But the downside is that a lot of the emphasis is on these changes in the gameplay and not so much on things that we can learn from. Um, so I'm not sure if I like it. I, I do like the fact that it's it's uh, there are some some twists in the, in in the whole uh, the game show. But on the other hand, after two uh, watching for two hours, I was like, so what is what have I actually learned? And was I really inspired? Mm, not that much this week. Yeah, it, this is two weeks in a row where I feel like that's four hours of television that was not educational in the slightest bit. And only mildly entertaining. Yeah, that too. Um, and I, I wonder if it's part of the, if it's because of the, the changes in the format or because of the the contestants this year. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anyone right now at the ranch that really appeals to me. I mean, some people are sympathetic. Other people are downright annoying with their gameplay. But um, I don't. The, the the team doesn't seem to have the heroes that it, that the show used to have like right. people that you absolutely root for and are like oh my gosh i can't believe what she or he went through this week it's all like yeah they're working they're losing weight they're stepping on the scale they're eliminating and contestants yep. let's move over to the next week <laughs> that is exactly how i feel and it's like oh my gosh this is the worst season i've 
sat through and and I I hope that they could turn it around and and I believe anything could be turned. I mean, you could take really boring people and tell stories with their editing process and some music and some suspense, you know, that I mean, they can take anything that happens there and turn it into an interesting uh story and of course they I mean, the even regardless of the people they have the potential to really put a lot of ed- education and inspiration into the show and to inject that in. And they're just not doing it this season. That really bugs me. I wonder if that also has an impact on the ratings of the show. Um, the Biggest Loser is still a huge, uh, very important primetime show. But I would, I would think that if they make, if we feel about, we were fans of the show. If we feel about the show in this way, then the the general audience might also have the same feelings. And I wonder if that's reflected in the in the ratings. Uh, the downside, of course, is that NBC will will not be able to tweak it or to adapt the show uh, based on the on the ratings or or the lack thereof, because um, the show is taped and it is well and is taped well in advance. So the shows that we the, the episodes that we're currently watching have been taped. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if it was like six weeks or perhaps two months ago. Yeah. And so uh, it's probably something that they cannot really fix that quickly. I just hope that that during the season, I don't know, the producers themselves will uh, <laughs> will make the show more interesting. I don't know how, but. Uh, yeah, right now I'm mostly annoyed by some of the some of the contestants. Well, well, Father Roderick, what what you're experiencing here, and here's the thing. Now, I still love to come and do the show week after week um, because I, it's a time to hang out with you and to talk and to share what's going on. And I know that the the focus is is here on uh, you know our both of our pursuits of of maintaining a healthy lifestyle of physical activity, watching the type of foods that we're eating and and sharing what we're learning that's inspiring us. Um, you know, but I'll be honest with you, I, I struggle a lot of the times when it comes to podcasting about something that that I'm not passionate about. Yes. And I'm still I feel exactly the same. Yeah. I'm like so what are we gonna talk about this week? I I mean perhaps we have to move away even more from the TV show because there's just not enough in there. And uh and find a new um, a new angle. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that Father Roderick and Cliff talk tech and balanced healthy living. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> because you and I, we could go on and on and, and really geek out and yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But uh, but yeah, the, the the if it were not, I can say this. I will say this, and and this is what it's it's a struggle because it's like it's the Biggest Loser fan podcast. Mm-hmm. But to be honest with you, if it were not for this podcast, I think I might not watch the show this yeah. season. I might have tuned in much later during the season uh, when you've got like 10 people left or something like that, and or, or, every, or occasionally, but I wouldn't sit through two hours every week. <laughs> At least not in the beginning, because it's. Uh, I don't know. There's. There's. You're right. There's not much in it today. Uh, this. This. This season, and I. I don't understand it because we came from from a few really really good seasons and um i don't know what happens <laughs> it's uh perhaps the, the producer i mean let me ask you cliff if you were the producer of the biggest loser show this this season what would you change how would you do the show well i i think if if there i mean if i were to do any season of the biggest loser i, I really do believe that 
I would take into the into account the fact that I literally have millions of people around the United States and literally there are people outside of the US watching this US version of the show as well but still here in the United States you have millions of people and when you have millions of people watching the biggest loser you have millions of obese people who really don't understand food who really don't understand carbs and who really don't understand this i think if i were the producers of the show i would look at this as an opportunity not just to entertain those millions of people but to really change the lives i i i believe the people who go to the ranch those people's lives are transformed in mm-hmm. radical ways. And I think the producers of the show have the opportunity to transform the lives of the people sitting on the couch. You know, if I were the producer of the show, before every single uh, commercial break, I would make a point to say, what are you going to do during the commercial break? Are you getting up off the sofa to go get a refill of your chip bowl? You know, instead of doing that, put it down. And here's something you can do. Uh, during the commercial break, you know, we're talking two and a half minutes. You could do push-ups until we come back. How'd you do? You know, did you know that if you were, uh, you know, 35 years old and male and you weighed about this much, if you did push-ups and sit-ups while the commercial break, you would have burned X number of calories. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think there's so many different things they could communicate in this show um, I, I think I think I would do, you know, one of the things that I know that's going on from our interviews that we've done and talking with uh, contestants from the show, that we know that the people there, they're given the body bugs and they're being taught about counting their calories. I think we should, I, I if I were the producer of the show, I would actually show them being trained on counting their calories. And I would show them, you know, fighting through the decision, what do I eat for lunch? We just randomly get to see a Ziploc commercial in the middle of the episode where they talk about fixing a, a meal. But I'd, I'd actually like to see the fixing the meal be a portion of the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, I don't want to see Curtis Stone and some Latino woman showing them how to cook. I, I want to see them in the kitchen making real decisions. What are they yeah. eating? And and showing us as a viewer, you know, this is how you can prepare this. You know, the, almost uh, I, I always I, I'm I'm looking for recipes and for inspiration to to make this food myself. And for some reason, they emphasize everything on. On those two celebrity cooks and uh, and on the fact that they couldn't help, you know, they couldn't touch the food. And it's like, come on, give, give me the recipe. Show me how it's done. <laughs> I want to I go to the kitchen to make this myself. That, exactly. I think, I think having a, at least one recipe a week that's included in the show that, that's all about something that, man, you're, you guys are, you know, the average person listen, or viewing this show, you're addicted to junk food, fast food, and everything that tastes good. Okay, so judging upon that, here's the thing. We're going to show you something that will appeal to your taste buds, but is really extremely healthy for you. And here it is. And by the way, here we're going to actually show us making it here in the show. Yeah. And that's what they did in the past. And uh, they put that stuff on the website. Actually, the Biggest Loser website on, on NBC.com is, is a lot more interesting content-wise than, than the TV show itself. Uh, which is weird. I yep. mean, 
the website should be a support for the show, but everything should center, I think, on the main product. And, well, I think from uh, if, if this show wants to continue to change people's lives, then they'd better bring in some some real good uh, quality content instead of just the game because I don't think it's entertaining enough. Because people, again, this is the 10th season. People know the show. Yeah. And it's not by gaming it a little bit and, and doing some twists and turns that you're going to gain an audience. Actually, while we are talking, I've been checking the TV ratings just to see if our intuition is, is, uh, is right. And, uh, well, the show lost and uh, uh, between uh, it doesn't have the numbers for this week but it has the numbers for the last two weeks before this episode the show lost a million more than a million viewers yep and that's on uh so it went from seven point something to six point something yeah so that's considerable that that is more than 20 percent uh they must be concerned <laughs> I, they and i think they should be i i really do i i'm you know, I I can I can honestly say that I'm not excited about this season at all, and 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 I'm 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 looking forward to this podcast, but mostly just to hang out and talk with you. To be yeah. honest with you, um, so <laughs> I guess we'll have to be the heroes ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I, let's let's t- turn to um, what's going on in our own journey. I I want to say that things are going really well here on my side. Um, I've been doing a mixture, mostly working out at the gym, uh, mm-hmm. and, and things are going really well there. I'm back to where I can run a 5k without stopping. Oh, good. So on on the treadmill. Now, how much time does it take you to go to the gym? Uh, do you, do you take a car? Is it, is it in your neighborhood or do you have to go downtown? It, it's a 10 minute drive from my house. So uh, actually, yeah, about a ten minute drive. So it's ten minutes. So just just describe the process. You know, at one point you, you have like oh. an hour of free time. So how actually, do you how do you go to the gym? How do you what do you is, what do you? This is yeah, this is fun because let me let me explain to you what I used to do and uh-huh. then why I stopped doing it and now let me tell you what I do today because it, it it really changed how I do this. Okay, so normally I would be wearing all of my clothes and I had a gym bag, you know, a, a bag, a duffel bag with my clo- with the workout clothes in it. So yeah. I would drive to the gym and then I would go into the locker room and I mm-hmm. would change my clothes in the locker room, you know, obviously feeling uncomfortable in front of everybody and blah, 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 <laughs> just like back in the days when I was in school. Uh, and, and of course, um, you know, it, the floor is sometimes wet with people who have gotten out of the swimming pool. Any, anyway, I never really liked that part, but I, I change into my clothes and I put everything in and I, I lock everything up in my locker, making sure nobody steals all of my valuables and and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And then I would go into the exercise facility. I'd get on the treadmill and some other machines and, and I would work out for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. And then I'm like, you know, all sweaty and everything like that. And <laughs> so I would go and, and I'd take a shower. And, and of course, that's really odd when there's other people in the shower. That That is, it's just awkward. Yeah. And, and so then I would change my clothes and I would, you know, put everything back on. I mean, here it is to work out at the at the gym i'm spending 15 25 30 minutes before and after you know to do all of this so you figure the drive yeah. time it was taking yeah. about two and a half hours out of my day to do all of that and that must be creating a big threshold to, yes. to actually do it so here's what i do today and i mm-hmm. love this process and i don't know how well it's going to work when it's really really cold outside but I, i'm probably still going to have to do it uh, but here's what i do now 
Let's just say I have 90 minutes in my days. Let's, so there are some days when I'll have a 90-minute break in between one consulting call and another. Okay, and I've done this midday before and it works so well. If I have 90 minutes, what I will do is I will run upstairs into my bedroom, I will take off all of my clothes and leave them sitting on my bed and then I will put on my workout clothes, which is basically just uh, you know my gym shorts and a t-shirt. And I will just grab my keys and my wallet and I will um, go to, in my iPod obviously, and I will drive up to the gym, walk right into the gym and get on the treadmill. I will do my 5K on the treadmill, and by golly, I am sweaty, I'm hot and everything, and and Mm -hmm. I have just worked out, had this great workout, and within 45 minutes of me walking in the door, I am now walking out of the door, immediately getting in my car. Yeah, I'm still stinky and sweaty and all that stuff. Very gross, I know. But then (laughs) I drive home, you know, 10 Uh minutes, I drive home, I come in the house, jump right into the shower in the peacefulness of my own shower, very private, and then I I get out, I mean, I can take a really quick shower, get out, and I put my clothes, my my regular clothes back on, and I usually still have about 15 to 25 minutes before my next consulting call. I think that's that's the way to do it. That's how I would do it. And that's I, would, I, would, I would have the same reservations as to, uh, you know, changing clothes in, in, a, in, a, in a locker room and then, you know, taking a shower in a public shower is like, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> not my thing. <laughs> so that's what I've been doing. And I've been very successful ever since I have been basically wearing my gym clothes to and from. It mm-hmm. has radically changed my, it, the, at least the hurdles of of getting myself to make that step. And so I, I yeah. still don't like the fact that it's still 10, you know, it's a 10 minute drive there and a 10 minute drive home. And my parents have an insurance agency and they have two treadmills down in there and the, the lower level of the insurance agency. And they have all this exercise equipment. But the thing huh. is, is the over at the YMCA where I'm a member, they have these treadmills that have a little bit of a, uh, they absorb the impact a little bit. So they kind of cushion oh, right. Yeah, and I will tell you what I can I can run um, for one minute without stop. I mean, one full minute at ten miles per hour. Oh, that's great! I mean, I'm telling you, yeah. that's booking it, people. If you've never ran at ten miles per hour, that's booking it. And I can do it a minute solid without any problem at all. And usually, when I come down off of that ten mile per hour run, I don't jump off to the side. I just let it slowly go back down to you know about five miles per hour. So I'm doing really well on the treadmill there. I tried doing it on the treadmill at the office, and I am telling you, my knees felt like they were going to explode. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's 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 very taxing on the knees, especially if the if if the if it's a it could be a, a somewhat cheaper model. Um, and and I've 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 noticed the same differences in uh, well every every once in a while I travel and then in a hotel I I try out their gym and I remember the best gym that I ever worked out in was a, a gym in a in a superb hotel in uh, in Greece in Athens. And I went there uh, just on a on a whim because I had a like a free ticket. Some uh, I had a like missed a flight in the past, and so I still could go basically anywhere in Europe. And I decided to go to Athens. Uh, looked up um, some hotel rates on what was it? Um, 
not Travelocity, but one of those those travel sites, and uh, and, and they had this this five star hotel for I think eighty bucks a night or something like that. It was just an amazingly low price. But then their gym, of course, was state of the art, and I remember running on the treadmill there, and it was the same thing. It had a lot of kind of it was a bit bouncy, and it it just it felt as if I was flying. And then in front of me, the skyline was the Acropolis, you know, the big temple on top of the hill. <laughs> I was like, I feel like, I feel like Hermes, you know, some kind of superhero from Greece, ancient Greece myth- Greek mythology. <laughs> it, it's amazing when you get on really good equipment at just how, how easy, how much easier it is to run and to, to yeah. get into a groove and to really feel the flow. And, and now that I'm used to running, um, on the treadmill, I, there are times when I'll go outside and I'll run on the pavement and, oh, no, it, it's totally, I, I still have too much weight on my body for, mm-hmm. for, for my knees and my ankles and every, and my hips to, to, yes. to, to, to take that. And, uh, that will get better though, because, um, the, the effect of running is that your, um, your bone structure will get denser and denser. So actually running itself strengthens your bones strengthens your joints uh but but of, of course if you force it too quickly if you go too fast or too you know too strong without proper exercise then it could also damage your uh, your knees and everything but you you will see over time it will get easier and easier and it and and at one point you will be able to run on the pavement and it will still feel good <laughs> well the other thing i will say is is there is another advantage to working out at the gym with other people there um and instead of working out like at the office alone is that um you know sometimes it's very easy to st- kind of just like take it easy but I- i'll tell you what there's nothing i hate more than to sit there and just watching somebody just kind of like blah 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 while they're on the treadmill it's like yeah. seriously <laughs> and of course and, and, and i know how i feel about those people when i'm at the gym and so obviously when i'm at the gym working out and there are other people um, I, I feel like it's not like I'm performing for them, but man, I, 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 yeah. I, I keep my game on, you know, it's you, like, you won't, you won't be playing angry birds while uh, walking on the treadmill. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I'm like, you know, Hey, I, I'm, you know, and there's nothing better than when somebody gets on the treadmill right next to me and, oh, yeah. and they start, you know, they start kicking it up a notch and I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> I can do that too. <laughs> and, and so that, that drives me that I find that's a motivating yeah. force for me to keep moving forward, knowing that there are other people there. And, and so that's been very helpful to me. The bad thing is, is as a podcaster, it's really causing a major issue in my production of pursuing a balanced life. Oh, of course, because you were always recording those episodes while walking. Yeah, and so I haven't been walking a lot. But uh, last night I got an email. Somebody said, hey, you know it's been a month since you've recorded a person yeah, Bounce Yeah, I was Live. looking for two. I was like, I want an update. <laughs> well, you, you got an hour-long update uh, that is uh, publishing today. So I went out for a three-and-a-half-mile walk last night, and it was mm-hmm. a very good walk. Um and uh, I, I was able to share a whole month's worth of thoughts wow. uh, in a podcast. So, Looking forward to it. <laughs> That's the only thing, actually, that, uh, that I've been able to, to, uh, to stabilize my, my, my own production of uh, Health and Holiness. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, 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 I always record it on Monday morning now. And 
after the weekend, I just crave a walk in the, in the woods. And so I, I usually run first. And uh, after about, well, let's say 30, 40 minutes, I slow down. I'm usually out, out of town at that point and in the woods. I just flip on the, on the iPhone recording uh, program and, and I start, start talking, even though usually I don't really have a plan of what I'm going to talk about. But for some reason, you know, just walking and being outside is, is very inspiring. It always gives me a lot of things to talk about. And it's, uh, it's almost as if being outside um, just brings in a lot of energy and, and, um, and oxygen in my brain, literally. And yeah. uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I, I really enjoy recording that episode. And it's almost as if I'm talking to myself and kind of planning, evaluating where am I, what, I, what do I want to do? And so it's, it's, a, it's a very motivating exercise. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really, if there's anything, I'm really missing those walks. I, I, you know, for me, I'm been getting more and more backed up on, on podcast content that I want to listen to. And and that's not as fun and, and stuff like that. So I do enjoy the walks. The, the thing, the, the big thing for me is that now, and and I'll probably have more time to go for walks these days. I'm finally caught up from all of this travel, you know, these four day weekend you know, mm. trips where I've been, you know, I went to Boston twice, just got back from Nashville and all yes. these speaking things. And so I'm finally caught up from all of that. And and for the first time in my business, literally, I I, I, I shared this in, in this Pursuing a Balanced Life episode, but for, for the first time in three years, I'm in a place where in my business where technically speaking, I feel confident that I could earn the amount of money that I'm earning right now between the hours of nine a or eight a.m. and five p.m., I could. Isn't that, like, isn't that amazing? Yeah, isn't that cool? If you if you think back of how it all got started and that huge jump uh, off the cliff, literally, <laughs> cliff jumps off the cliff by 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 quitting your job and 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 pursuing you know podcasting as a as a as a life as a business, and then you know being there only a few years later. Yeah, it, it's it's beyond my wildest imagination, and so things are really great. But uh, you know, I there's you know, it's like okay, now I'm caught up, and it's weird to be caught up because I, uh, for three years I I I worked my butt off, literally <laughs> around the clock, working around the clock, yeah. and so now to have free time, it's weird because I feel guilty for not working as mm-hmm. mu- as much, and I'm like, okay, this is this it's a huge adjustment for me, is what it is. Uh, but I, I I I feel it's weird. I'm I'm maintaining a relatively close to inbox zero, if not inbox zero, uh, now for an entire week and a half. Um, I'm caught up on all of my obligations to anybody out there, and I have been quickly progressing through things that have been on my to do list, things that I've want to wanted to eventually get to. Um, things that have been building up. I've been going. I've been checking things off that list left and right, and it's like this is just really amazing, and and it kind of feels weird when things go this smoothly. And it's like, wait yeah. a sec. I, I I need I. And the, and the thing is, is I sometimes operate better under stress. You know, I feel more motivated. This, this might be uh, just a, a a phase where you kind of find a new balance. Mm-hmm. You've got your your things in place. It's like it's like preparing for a for a half marathon. Uh, you know, you've you've done your running. You've 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 pushed yourself. You've got your fitness. Your your you know how fast you can run, 
And then you're like in the, the let's say the, the last two, three weeks before the race, you actually taper down and uh, you, you run only short amounts. And it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I had so much free time because I don't have to run these long distances anymore. And then, you know, comes the day of the race and then you can give it your all and you've gathered so much extra energy that you can, you, you can really perform. And uh, I've, I've got the feeling that this time is kind of you're, you're tapering down. You found, you found your balance. You've got your, your ducks in a row. And I think it's, it, again, it's a, it's a preparation phase for much bigger because I know you. You won't stop. No. <laughs> you have ambitions enough and ideas enough to go way beyond where where you are right now, and so I still feel that this is like a this is a good time to kind of find your strength. Uh, perhaps it could be also be a time of grace where you can you know put some extra effort in uh, in, in in getting to your your your, your ideal weight, etc., and catch up with your wife. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then, and then you will have so much energy for the next phase, you know, Cliff 2.0 or Cliff 3.0. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, I think it's, yeah, it, it's, it's just fascinating to watch how it all evolves and how quickly uh, you're, you're, you're building your, not just your life, but also you're building your health, you're building your family, you're building your relationship with your wife and, and kids. And um, it's, uh, it's very inspiring. Well, thank you. It's it, it, it's it's a wild journey, and uh, podcast ep- episode uh, four hundred eighty two of pursuing a balanced life. Uh, it's a plus member episode, which obviously you'll still have access to. But uh, but uh, it's definitely you'll hear a lot of the things that I've been thinking about. You know where my business has been, what what my business is like right now, and the thoughts that I am having of the future and. You know, there's parts of me that, you know, I, I feel this pressure to say, you know what, I need to plan and I need to strategize and I need to really just lay it out. And I feel this, you know, almost I feel like I need to know where I want to be in five years from now. And and, and at the part and there's a part of me that says, you know what, yeah, I get that. But uh, three years ago, I had no idea where I wanted to be. And I took it day by day and I was very agile and I just... I went with the ebbs and flows and I kind of just naturally saw things and and where I thought I was going to be I completely took a different path and I liked the fact that I could just do that and and so I'm finding that balance between planning and just not over planning. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, I, again it's very similar to any journey towards a more balanced life and a healthier life and weight loss. It's uh, you, you have to set goals and at the same time, you need to have some margin where you can just try out stuff and, and, and just enjoy the process. Yeah. If, if, if you have to count every single calorie, if you have to, you know, minute by minute measure the time that you work out, it starts to lose its charm. And you can do it for a, for a short while if you're very motivated, but after a while, it just starts to really be boring. You know, you said something in one of your holy, Health and Holiness podcast episodes, and uh, you obviously we're very familiar with the whole be anxious about nothing. Don't worry about what you'll eat, what you'll drink. You know, look at the birds of the air, look at the lilies of the valley. I mean, just all this other stuff. They don't worry, but yet God provides for them, right? Mm-hmm. And and so you were share, you were sharing that in uh, your your podcast, and and I oftentimes think about that. And when I look back over the last three years of my life, I have been a lot of the things I have achieved. I feel like I've achieved through the motivation provided by my anxiety. 
Just, and stress. It's like you know, my the fact that I have a fear of failing or a fail, a fear of not providing for my family, a fear of this, a fear of horrible things. That's been a you know, and the stress that goes along with that has been a motivating factor that's really made me just say, you know what, failure is not an option. I have to, I have to move forward. I'm going to make this real. This is going to happen for me. And uh, the fact is, is, is when I really sit back and look, I learn, I, I, I understand in my heart, but not in my head. So I'm going to tell you how right now I believe something in my heart, but not in my head. And that is, I believe in my heart that everything that's happened over the last three years isn't because of my motivation of fear and anxiety, but it's because of the blessings of God. And that God has really provided. God's the one who's given the inspiration. God's given me the motivation. God's given me the the power to do the things that have happened in in my life and in this business over the last three years. And really, the, I've not been obedient to God in the one area where He says, "Cliff, don't worry about anything. I I got it under control here." And don't worry doesn't mean sit back and relax. Don't do anything. But it's it's like, but seriously, don't worry. You're worrying yourself to death, and there's no reason to worry. And and the reason I know that is because I like I told you before, I feel confident that I could. I I feel very confident that I can duplicate the income that I have right now within a forty hour work week. Mm-hmm. But I still feel some sense of anxiety of, you know, but but. I need to work more. I need to do more. I, it's like, no, you don't. You, everything you need to continue to bring in this income, the systems are in place. I mean, I've got so many systems, so many workflows that the, just things are happening naturally. I mean, I, I you, you've been mentioning Bluehost on your thing. I get a check for several hundred dollars a month, every month consistently from Bluehost. Yep. Yeah, That's something that, that, that I don't need to do more. To make that happen, that's just a natural thing that's built up over time, and that mm-hmm. will continue to happen. And it's like, so, so it's like, you know, it's like, no, the the fear and anxiety didn't motivate me to do those things. God gave me the wisdom and insight to do those, and and I need to just say, you know what? Let's not be too fearful about what's going to happen over the next five years, and let me just have faith in God that God's going to lay on my heart the path that I should go. It, it's actually the whole, uh, the more I think of it, the more the biggest loser is one big metaphor actually for this process that you just described. Because a lot of these contestants, they are scared to death uh, for the, the, the one moment during the week where they have to step on the scale. Whereas their trainers, aka God, <laughs> or <their laughs> gods, <laughs> they're like, well, just trust me, trust the process. I know, you know, you don't have to stop eating. Or work out like 24 hours a day. Just trust me. Don't think about the scale. If you trust me, if you follow my lead, the scale will follow uh, and the results will be there. And, and even don't fear, don't panic if you, if you don't lose enough. You know, because sometimes there will be setbacks and there will be a week where you will only lose four pounds or five pounds. But in, on, in, when you look at the entire process, at the end, you will be at, you know, if you just follow our lead and trust the process, you will get there. And, um, and sometimes I've, I think that we often are like these contestants that only, you know, are motivated by the, the fear of, you know, the, 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 the next weigh in and we will fail. And, uh, you know, if we, and, 
And if we trusted a little bit, we would still get the same result, but without the anxiety. And perhaps it's, it's just a matter of, of experiencing that enough times that uh, no matter what, um, over time, everything will be okay. Uh, as long as we are dedicated to the process. Right. And right. Um, yeah, the, the, um, I think it's, it's part of the, it's part of the fun of the process of grow if growing up in a certain way it's it's learning that yes there might be temporary setbacks and i might not always perform um but there's no need to to be a workaholic and to you know go overboard um if you are if you are consistent if you trust your trainer whether it's Bob and Jillian or your workout DVD or God, uh, you know, over time you will, you will get results. Yeah. The only thing that's threatening the process and threatening the future is if you give up. Yeah. And that, and that, and that's the summary of it is, is that what I've learned is that my success over the last three years isn't success because I am a workaholic and that's what drove me to success. No, my success is that God has given me inspiration and he's provided a path that I have chosen to follow, and regardless, and you never stopped. You never stopped. Every t- there was always a little bit of progress, and sometimes there was a lot of progress, and sometimes a bit. But you, you know, the the what is it? What the Dave Ramsey always says: uh, the tortoise wins the race. You right. know, it's it's like as long as every day you you make a few changes. You know, you didn't get to inbox zero nirvana right away. That took you a few years, right? And there have been tre- tremendous setbacks where he's like, how am I ever, ever going to get through this this pile of email? Yep. But it's like every day, a little effort and you will master it. And the same is true for uh, for fitness and weight loss and balanced living. It, it is definitely, it takes a lot of training to get there. Yeah. And there's the, still plenty more in this journey for me. By the way, Father Roderick, how is your journey going? What kind of things have you set for yourself and, and how are, how's things going for you? I'm I'm doing a lot better than uh, than last week, um, and one of the most uh, the, one of the things that I'm most excited about is that um, I've been able to uh, get much more work done in the morning. So I'm, I'm I'm gradually shifting back the time that I wake up, and uh, it's it's funny how being productive in the morning just gives me so much more energy, but also more, I just feel better about myself. And so I don't need to compensate. You know, the other day I was talking about the the, the potato chips, you know, yep. <laughs> and reverting back to that bad behavior. And I noticed that this week, since I've been, you know, I, I wake up earlier, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm working towards a more organization in my life. Um, I, I, I don't have to compensate. So I feel, I, you know, I was like, I'm just eating a healthy meal and that's it. And it's, it's so funny because uh, I thought that I had totally mastered that, you know, that I wouldn't fall for that trick of, uh, of, 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 um, of food consolation. Well, and, and it just hit me <laughs> right back. And, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. I also um, uh, uh, did much more consistent uh, running lately. And I've, um, I've also uh, uh, set myself a new challenge. And that is I want to I wanna be able to do 100 push-ups every day. Wow. Yeah. Wow. The only thing that I'm not saying right now is that I'm actually doing them t- 10 at a time. So, <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. There you go. But hey, it's still 100 push-ups. Yeah, it is. 
So uh, what I do now is in the morning, I, I actually use my iPad or my iPhone to give me a, a signal to, um, for, to, to every hour. You know, I get a little little notification that it's time for a short break. So I take a mini break. And it means that I, I get up from my chair, I walk away, I do 10 push-ups, and then I drink something, you know, and then I get back to work. And, and, and it's funny, it's, it's, I can still feel it in my arms that it's, you know, by the end of the day, it's, it's uh, well, I, I get to about 80 uh, push-ups because I'm, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not very consistent every hour. But uh, I think that should still build some muscle. <laughs> so uh, I was like, this is, this is really a cool way to, uh, well, to, to, to work out without really um, having to suffer too much. Because I, if there's one thing I hate, it's push-ups. I'm, I'm just, I'm skinny in general, at least skinny around the arms. I've always been kind of thin and not very muscular. And, and it always hurts when I do resistance training. Well, with, with this way, I'm, I'm able to get some results without really, you know, having to push myself too much. So it's just a, a small thing and it, it makes me feel great. You know, by the end of the day, I was like, wow, I did 80 push-ups today. <laughs> so, so basically, feeling that accomplishment about push-ups is better than feeling the accomplishment of, wow, I just totally finished that entire bag of chips. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> it. So it, it. It it just gives my mind what it asks for, and that is, I we, I want results, and um, getting more done in the morning. In addition to you know being able to have that, especially the Monday morning run, I'm really enjoying that. It makes me you know it's kind of clears my mind. It makes me ready for the next for the for the new week, and then um, and also the the feeling that I'm gradually. Kind of getting a grip on things. I'm I'm still struggling with a lot of technical setbacks, and uh, my life is not right, right ba rightly balanced yet because I'm um, well with the, the the TV work and the radio work that I do. I I I only now start to realize how much of an impact that has on my you know creative juices. Yeah. But um, but I'm 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 getting back in control and I was you know it's sometimes these stupid little things that just kind of work and you're like how could I, how did I live without this and so I've been checking out I heard you talk about well it's actually it was one of your co-hosts that talked about new moon no many moon Many Moon, yes. It's not New Moon. Yeah, that wasn't another podcast that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> stupid vampire thing. <laughs> <laughs> the the chick vampire stuff that the you do. The Twilight Saga, yes. <laughs> yeah, that might be the only show that I don't listen to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, you had a small discussion about Many Moon, which is basically uh, uh, it's an online service that uh, enables you to group tasks into projects and then uh, have milestones. And um, and so I decided to try it out, and boy, did it change my life! Really, it, you like it. Yeah. Well, it's also because I've never tried anything similar. So I don't know how it compares to other services that are similar. But just for me, the fact to do the, the, the process of doing a brain dump of this is all, these are the big goals that I want to do. Those are my projects, you know, like writing three books and running another marathon. And I just entered all those projects. And then I add the task. So what is it going to take to get to that goal? So for instance, my marathon goal, my marathon project that requires me to, you know, task one is 
find a new running schedule. Uh, task two is free up some space in my agenda. Those are all tasks. And, and then with the other stuff that I do online, like for instance, preparing for this show, that too becomes a project. And uh, it, 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 what I like about it is that you can also use the same um, service to outsource tasks. And so, and it's, so it's very easy to share a task to say, well, this task is, it needs to be done for the, for the process to be accomplished, but I'm not going to do it. I'm going to outsource that to someone else, be it a virtual assistant or, you know, a friend or a volunteer or someone else on the SQPN board. And it just, it, it just clicked in my mind. It's like, this is how I want to work. And I think that in, in many ways, Cliff, you already work like that with your virtual assistant. By yeah, you, yeah. you have gotten into that mindset of delegating tasks and, and uh, taking a big project and kind of divided into smaller bites. You, you've got this big elephant and then you've got these bite-sized, you know, things that you that you structure and and, and um, for me it was a liberation I was like this is this is how I get control over my life and this is how I'm gonna hit my marks and achieve the bigger goals in my life because it's I've been frustrated in the past by you know I, I was doing all the work that I had to do and yet by the end of the week you're like so what have I accomplished did, did, did anything you know get accomplished beyond the day-to-day tasks and i think i've i've got this aspiration of being you know going to uh, be, being able to to do big things and uh so anyway it's just, a, just something that happened this week where and i, I it just gave me a, a huge morale boost and i can even feel it when i'm running i was like yeah, i'm running and the first 5 minutes I'm like talking to myself and I hope that no one else is in my, in my area where I'm running. I was like, yeah, baby, you did a great job today. <laughs> and then just, I run like twice as fast as normally. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I've, I've been trying out mini moon and, and it, it, you're right. I, I have processes in place that do that, but um, yeah. I'm certainly, I'm certainly still investigating. The thing is, is I think what I want to do is I want to actually go through all their training videos so that I can actually see how it, how they suggest using it and yeah. see if I can't use it. But it, yeah, the, the the biggest thing for me that I love about Minimoon is that it sends you an email every time somebody comments yeah. back and forth on something. Yeah, and, it's, very, it's very social and uh, and it ties into uh, Google Apps and uh, it's it's got some nifty features. Yeah, so it, it, it's interesting. I'm not completely sold on it yet, but eh, check it out. Um, another thing I'm using right now is a thing called Plaintext. Um it is an iPhone. Hey, you too? Yes. I use that too. I, I wrote like four articles this morning on my iPad with plain text. Plain text is amazing. And what's Isn't that cool? It is. It is. Now, one of the things that I'm doing is um, I actually created a, fol- a folder inside of the plain text folder. Yeah. And that folder is called checklists. Mm. And let me tell you how this has radically changed my life. Um, we, we might want to explain what, what plain text is for those of oh, for the yeah. non geeks in our audience. <laughs> yeah, plain text is a um, it is an iPad and iPhone application that's just a te- a basic text editor. Uh, it, so basically, in, instead of having like Microsoft Word as your word processor, this is just for basic text. There is no formatting of bold or bulleted items or anything like that. It's just plain text, which is why it's called plain text. Yeah. And it integrates with the service called Dropbox, which is free. And uh, it's really great because if you have Dropbox on your computer, you have all these text, these TXT or text files 
automatically on your computer anytime you want them. So you can just open the text file and add to it. And it's immediately synced and your iPad or your iPhone, you can just pull it up at any time and just continue to add or build these lists or see what's on these lists. Interesting. So you use it for checklists. And so I created a folder called checklists. And here, let me tell you what how this helped me is that, um, you know, after I would get off the phone with a consulting call. Well, here, I actually check this out. I'm going to I've got one. It's called consulting call checklist.txt. All right, so I'm uh-huh. double-clicking it. I'm going to open it, and I'm going to tell you this is how it is. So invoicing, after the, or actually, no, prior to the call. This is what I need to do, Just and I always block out 30 minutes before. I, I, I can't do, I always have a 30-minute buffer before a consulting call, so nobody can have that time and book that time right before my next call. I always have to have margin. And so prior to the call, review notes and confirm what this call is going to be about. That's something I have to do. Uh, decide if I'm going to be doing audio recording ahead of time. Uh, mm-hmm. I need to go into my computer and change Backblaze to to not back up so that it doesn't eat up my bandwidth because I'm going to be using GoToMeeting. I need to open up Skype just in case they call me. Uh, I need to change my screen resolution to 1920 by 1080 so that when I'm sharing it and they've got a smaller monitor than me, they can actually see what's on my screen. And then I open GoToMeeting and wait for them to show. During the call... I I have down that I need to hit record on audio if needed and take notes if needed. Here's the big thing, though, and this is where it saves me a ton of time, is after the call. After the call, and here's the deal, invoicing. If if they're going to pay via PayPal, I need to enter a deal in high-rise. I need to send an invoice via PayPal. I need to copy and paste the um, PayPal invoice confirmation email into my high-rise notes I need to fo- set up a follow-up tasks to make sure that the payment is uh, received within the next week. I need to enter a invoice in QuickBooks uh, and put a little note that this invoice was sent via PayPal. And I need to log into my profit track tracking uh, spreadsheet uh, that I've made this money, but highlight it in red because it's not yet been paid. After the client has paid, here's the notes on this. Once PayPal payment is received, close payment and follow-up task. Copy and paste the confirmation email in the into high rise. Close this deal as one, meaning that I've won that and it's completely done. Unhighlight the payment in the profit tracking sheet because it's been paid and that money is pure profit now. Uh, yeah. And then go into QuickBooks and change the message to, to show that that invoice has been paid <laughs> and email the client and uh, a copy of the invoice. So it's like a mini script basically that you can follow and that you ha- always have uh, handy because it, it's it's on your iPhone and uh, you can just walk through it yeah and then you know that you don't forget anything well that's the thing here's the situation is before I knew all these processes they were always floating around in my head but I you know oftentimes I'm multitasking or I get you know I'll be starting to do one thing and and I'll be called away to go do something else or or something like that. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, what did I do? And the next thing I know, it's the end. I've done like you know six consulting calls on a ter- on a Thursday on a Tuesday, and it's Tuesday night. And now I have to do all of that for all six calls. And I'm like, oh, uh, what did I talk to this person about? And and all this other stuff. And and sometimes I would do, you know, the profit sheet thing first and I would send the PayPal and, and I was doing it all out of order, but everything had to get done. And I just, I had to have 100% concentration towards that task. Otherwise, something was going to get left out. 
And now I don't do that because now I go step by step. I follow this guide. And I was like, oh, what was the, if I get halfway through my consulting call with Father Roderick and all of a sudden the phone rings and I take some notes and I'm talking, it doesn't matter if I come to it an hour later, I can quickly and easily see where I left off and then just finish down the rest of the list of the things I need to do for that. And I guess that, that gives a lot of uh, mental peace in a way because, you, 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 again, you've, you've systemized the, the, the process and you can trust the process, you know, if you follow that checklist. And, and there's nothing and to worry about. Here's the, you're absolutely right. Not only now do I not, it's like, oh, what am I forgetting? What am I forgetting? Because there is no more forgetting. Yeah. There, for, forgetting something is not even an option because it's all written down. And as long as I go through and check all that stuff off, then I know I've done it. So I don't, number one, I've just got rid of some anxiety in my day. Mm-hmm. Hmm, less stress. That's cool. Here's That's the best thing. Yeah. I can share this Dropbox folder with my virtual assistant and say, hey, you know what? I, I'm going to go leave for the rest of the afternoon. I did three consulting calls. Can you go in and and do my follow-ups on all those consulting calls? And now I have checklists and workflows that I can now train my virtual assistant how to do all those things for me. Yeah, sure, of course, because you've all written, written it down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it helps me and it helps me help uh, get help from other people, so... Fun stuff. Sounds good. This is the stuff that you always talk about in in a lot of your shows, um, mostly on uh, Business Tech Weekly and on, um, well, also in in a certain way, Social Media Serenity. Um, it's 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 always it's very interesting. I want to encourage uh, the the people that only listen to this show to check out uh, gspn.tv and uh, and just sample a few of those shows. So now you you offer a, a plus membership, which means that people can. Um, pay like a monthly fee and then get access to the whole catalogs, all the shows that you produce. But every for every show, you have like what is it a monthly episode that is that is available for free and it's good value. I can really encourage people to uh, to check that out. It's I learned a lot from it. <laughs> awesome, yeah. Th- so the thing is, is most of our shows you get a minimum of one episode every month for free on the free feeds. And so there's a lot of value in just that alone. If you subscribe to all of my free feeds, you still get more content than you would from anybody else out there podcasting just about. But um, the thing is, is if you pay $10 a month, you get every episode of every podcast and we produce somewhere between seven and 20 podcast episodes a week. Yeah, there's the occasional um, uh, chick vampire in between those shows, but hey, you can skip those. <laughs> hey, I'm, I actually became a fan of the Twilight Saga this week because of my Kindle. Ooh. I, I, I guarantee you, Father Roderick. I shiver. I shiver. I guarantee you, if you were to pull the book out and you were just to read the first chapter, you would like it. I guarantee, uh, <laughs> I guarantee you. I, I bet you anything it would you would like it. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Right. Uh, we, we've got one last question to answer, Cliff. Yes, what's that? Stepping on the scale, how much weight did you lose? Uh, you know what? I did, I did not yeah. step on the scale, but if I oh. but I will tell you this: um, if I had to guess, I would. I think I have to have lost. But I'll be. I'll report to you <laughs> next week. <laughs> Very cool. I, I just wanted to bring that up because I lost two pounds and I just wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to mention Congratulations. that. <laughs> That's awesome. I was excited about it. Awesome. I I'll do it, it again next week. <laughs>
Well, hey, this has been a fun episode, uh, much longer than normal episode, uh, 55 minutes. Uh, that's what you get when the show itself, uh, you know, the TV show has no content. <laughs> then we'll just step in. Yeah, we'll, 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 you never know what you're going to get here on this podcast, but uh, you'll get plenty of good conversation, that's for sure. And Father Roderick, I look forward to talking to you again next week. Same here. All right. Until <laughs> next time, everybody, we encourage you to be a loser. <laughs> <laughs>